Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday, it's 11.35, and that means Tech Talk with uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing. Uh, this show, of course, as as every Friday at 11.30, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine, Hamilton Limo. Uh, hi, Marcus, and all the guys there. That's right. uh, happy, uh, happy Black Friday. Well, I'm wearing black in yes. celebration of today's technology wonderful wonderland. Uh, we were just talking earlier, just before I came in off the show, how I had my seven monitors in my office with Walmarts. <laughs> I had Tech Talk, I had uh, Best Buy, and it was just a, it's like watching the stock market at, uh, since I got in in the morning at 7 a.m., I was literally going through and watching watching the online prices get out of control. It was it was great. I mean, and you don't have to line up. No, no, there was no. I didn't even sweat. In fact, there was a little pause. I had to get a cup of coffee, and it was in the moment of a bidding cycle. And I mean, we were describing some of the deals, but an Xbox was one ninety nine, brand new, came with a video game, an Xbox one terabyte. If you're into the video games, that I know you're just going, that's not true. It is true. Uh, televisions for four K. Of course, it was a name. We don't know what it was called. Hair, maybe, or whatever the yeah. sub sub branded Chinese market. But 4K Ultra TV, ultra, $189, uh, like uh, uh, an iPad, uh, 10.5 inch, I mean, $250. Th- that was on Walmart online. Now, I'm a little privy because I'm ta- I'm speaking American websites. This is not Canadian because, remember, Black Friday is a, really an American-celebrated yeah. day um, where many have trampled and, and, and passed on trying to get the deal. This is uh, an American online. You can buy it, but you need an American credit card and address. So I can say, happy Black Friday, and it's been a wonderful day, I can say so far. You're a happy shopper. Well, you know, who wouldn't be? I mean, I, there's $10,000 worth of savings for less than 600 bucks this morning. I mean, Bill, this is this is a man who loves to save. <laughs> now, I got I, I don't want to, you know, rain on your parade here, but <laughs> and I know you You're got going a lot, to. You got Go a lot ahead. of stuff you want to talk about, but yeah. we, just before the news uh, finished up here, you and I were talking about all these people that are, are going to be just yes. doing what you did and just bought new electronics, whether it's yeah. TVs, any number of different things right now. Yeah. Uh, we talked about security issues all the time. Yes. Uh, and we we joke and say, when you're watching TV, uh, if you've got a 4K TV, the TV's also watching you, or, <laughs> or could be watching you. That's right, yeah. It, it, it's like Ed TV. It, and it's we, kind of and we reality. naively don't do anything about that, but there are protections that we should be doing. 100%. If you're, and this goes either now or even over Christmas. You're probably going to be getting your new Nest, your new Echo, your new Google Home, your Siri, your new phone, your new whatever new you're buying, whatever you're getting. This is something I want to really emphasize. Change your passwords. Change your passwords. It is so, so important that you make sure you change your password, not even on the smart device. And as I was explaining to Bill earlier, we were talking about security. Our routers, we tend to be able to put a security password on our routers, but we don't change the passwords in our smart devices. They all have the ability to have a password altered. So your smart TV has the ability to connect to your internet. That's your local router or whatever your provider is. That television that microwave, that Siri, that Echo, otherwise, they all have their own also password. Why don't we change it? Because it is a bit of a headache because now I got to remember the password on the television and I got to make sure that it's uh, uh, connecting with the router. If the power goes off, it's sometimes they won't connect again. And then, yes, it's a headache. But as I was telling Bill, it is so easy now, so easy. The reason we're hearing about the scams and the hacking and everything else is because really, All you got to do is search, and I'm probably making this open to everybody, search dark web hacking. I'm probably a level of six out of a total hacker, and I can do that easily by going online. So don't be surprised. This is going to continue to be a problem as we keep upgrading our equipment, our smart, uh, uh, smart equipment. 
change the password and don't use the default, please, in any of the new products you're buying. All right. So word of the wise. Please. Uh, if you're going to be doing that. Uh, there are complaint agencies set up uh, for people that are having problems with tech and, and some of the providers. Uh, we've yeah. talked about those over the last couple of years. Uh, CCTS uh, complaints uh, and uh, telecom and television uh, services. Uh, the record number, I guess there are a lot of dissatisfied customers these days. Well, you know what's funny is uh, I was reading the stats, as many are, and they it's, this is a not-for-profit organization that's kind of mandated under the umbrella of the CR2C, but this is a complaint website that you can go online and, and post your concerns or frustrations, which gives us all a voice because years ago we never had that, and this is a great little platform, um, and it more or less lets you complain about uh, your billing. It, uh, this is actually where the laws have changed. The two-year contract, which came out a few years back, which forced all of our providers to say you can't be locked into a three-year contract. You can now port your number uh, to another provider. You're no longer stuck in this little silo of those providers. This is what it came from. This is where it stemmed from. Well, they end announced that this last announcement that there was over 20,000 complaints. 20,000. That's a record number. Now they say, this is ironic because the complaints are only going to three providers, Bell, Telus, and Rogers. Now in, in, in that order, in that order, you've got those three that are getting the primary complaints, Bell being the key one. Bell's response was, well, that's a 44% less complaint on our division than compared to last year. I don't know about you, but it's still a record number, and yeah, okay, your complaints are lower, but that's still a massive complaint. The number one complaint that is being issued is going to be, of course, transparency and billing. That's a big issue. You get your bill, you look at it, you go, whoa, I had an agreement of $120. This is the classic case. Hey, yeah. I, I'm bundled with so-and-so, right. and I'm only going to pay 112 bucks a month, and then you get the bill, and it's 160 Or 800 for yeah, that matter. Yeah. And you're going, where did that come from? I thought I was doing a term, or I had, oh, no, well, there is a feature in there. So this this is something that came out, and you can easily go online if you want to look it up. It is, it's called CCTS. It's a complaint, uh, not-for-profit um, division of our government that allows you to issue these. What's really interesting, and I really want to emphasize this, and you and I have spoke about that before, Canada's got four providers. And this is, by the way, not only cellular wireless, it's internet. It could be Shaw, it could be any of the Kojiko, any of those groups, uh, whatever service you're providing. If you're not happy, you can submit your issue. So internet, wireless, uh, home phone, even your own television services by broadcasters, you'll be able to actually post on that. So what's interesting about that is I did a little research. I bet you didn't know this, Bill. And I thought this was something for consideration. Canada is a big country. I like to think we're advanced. We're one of the top advanced. And I get to speak on both sides of the yeah. border. But what's interesting is that there's 230 internet providers. Now, not wireless providers. We know there's only three, but internet providers, 230 in Canada. Compare that to the U.S. just to say, okay, well, how much does the U.S. have? They have over 2,600 internet providers in the United States. That's a lot of competition. When yeah. we ask, why are we paying so much for internet? We only have 230. Of the 230, 65 are owned by Bell. <laughs> So I share with you, we have a serious, uh, uh, I would say, a competition challenge. And the 2600, there's only 800 of that 2600 that are owned by the AT&Ts and the T-Bombos. So it, it's a serious issue. And this is why we're going to continuously complain. This is going to be a big issue that's going to continue in these complaints. You have a voice, is the point is. You have a voice as a consumer. You can now voice your complaint. And changes are being made. We can see that. As of January this year, and we'll talk about that more, there's going to be more transparency in our billing that the providers have to give. The The challenge is they're not doing it and they're playing that gray area. The worst case right now, they're fine, is five. 
thousand dollars. Well, for a billion dollar yeah. bell, uh, and I'm really boy, that's bell, a slap on the wrist. That's a, that's a that's a tickle. That's a kind of like yeah, that's okay. We can we can bend some rules until that fine gets a little higher. All right, uh, you've got to have a robotic segment every week on the program here. <laughs> uh, Boston Robotics. This is extremely scary, and I want this to be very. If you haven't seen it online right now, is a shared video. The Massachusetts State. Authorities, the police, uh, uh, are using the uh, Boston Robotics dog. And there's been some videos where you're watching these very spooky-looking robot dogs marching in progression and otherwise. Well, the Massachusetts police have actually leased for three months, not one, not two, 15 of these robotic dogs. And what they're doing, because you can't buy them, by the way, Bill. These mm-hmm. are not purchasable. They, you can lease them for the purpose of of utilizing their capabilities. But the dog, I, I mean, it's kind of a question that I have to look at and go, maybe it makes sense to protect our police authorities. They're using it for opening the door and checking to see in the case of a dangerous area, if there's a bomb or someone with a weapon that may be wanting to damage or uh, threaten one of our uh, local authorities. But Boston's actually using them. And the big challenge is... Are we? No one knew about this. No one knew about what it was like. No one declared our police are going to be leasing these robotic dogs for the safety of our officers and for the and for the understanding of where we're going. So that's the big issue right now in the U.S. But what is the cost lease? What is the cost to lease a robot dog? I thought I would do a little more investigation and to share with everyone. I feel like a reporter. I'm going to get into the journalism <laughs> side of things. Investigative anyway, reporter, Adam the, Oldfield. The, <laughs> the cost per month on a leased one robotic dog is just less of an average car, which is what, 35,000 Canadian? Yeah, 35,000, yeah. So they wouldn't say how much. They just said the cost of a car. By the way, they're not saying how much because that's coming out of taxpayers' money. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, but that's... For the police, of course it is. Well, I called and I said, if I wanted to lease a dog, I wanted to know, am am I eligible? And they said, well, what would you use it for? I own it. I'm part of a tech talk show and I'm, I'm interested in doing a feature. I'm just curious, what would it be? And they said, well, he wouldn't tell me a price, but he did say the average, well, we would lease it out for just less than the cost of a car a month. A month. And these have 15. So it's not cheap to have a robotic dog bang on your door and walk through. But the reality is there's a Black Mirror episode on Netflix, episode f- uh, season four, and in it is robotic dogs looking just like this. And uh, and the people running away from these dogs that got, uh, it got malfunctioned and started attacking all of society. So this is real. This is actually real stuff. Weird, very <laughs> weird stuff. Uh, I saw this next item. I actually, I saw it in the news last night, uh, and it's mind-boggling when you actually see the visual right. of this. Uh, yes, a, yes, a cow with virtually real, virtual reality headset on. That's right. They're heading into the moo tricks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't usually laugh you, my own You jokes. wanted to use that all day, I didn't did, you? I did, I did. I've been sitting on that one, Bill. Thanks, buddy. So <laughs> the, they're putting virtual reality headsets <laughs> on the cows, and they're more or less linking it into giving them the sense. Because, you know, again, it's a barn. You're you're in this environment where you're kind of like, you know, cattled in, inside a little caged area, and you're producing milk. Well, they're trying to create a little more calm and rest for the for the cows. And so in that, this gives a visual. They put virtual reality goggles on the cow. And this is in Russia, by the way, the yeah. agricultural Russia. They they put a headset that actually has an audio that brings that sense of open sound of wind and breeze and maybe fellow cows mooing. Who knows? Uh, I haven't experienced it. And the cow gets the sense. And the idea is that if you make the, the cow calm, you're going to produce, you're going to create a little more value of, of milk. So, I'm, I mean, maybe it works. Maybe being calm will allow the cows this, to produce. This is not new. 
No, I don't think uh, it is. Yeah, back yeah. when we were kids, I, I, I think it was Borden's Dairy. It's one of the local dairies, uh, right. Royal Oak. They said milk from contented cows because it's always been known that right. if, if the cow is is happy, then the product is better. That's right. what it comes down to. You don't want a discontent. You don't want an angry cow. You don't want a, right. a depressed cow I mean, because apparently the product's not as good. Right. Well, well and, and I haven't had the luxury of, of drinking a virtual reality cow's milk yet, but, I mean, I can tell you that I don't think the cows had the choice between the red and the blue pill. So, oh, okay. I, I mean, that was the only thing I kind of went. Did they get the choice when they walked in the barn? I don't know. But, yeah, so this is – but this could be something we could see. I can't even imagine what a chicken farm would look like with a bunch of chickens running around <laughs> with the virtual reality helmets on. I mean, this is just has so much so much wonderment. I can only imagine where this could go. Remember the old – you know – Mr. Oldfield, here's your purchase. Uh, you know, do you want a bag for for that for your bottle of wine? No, I, I'll save a tree. That's right. It's yes. not, not trees you're going to save anymore. It's it's gravel. Gra- <laughs> rock, rock and they're stone. actually they're making yeah. paper out of gravel. Out of gravel. Now specific gravel. I mean yeah. rock. If you, it's rock dust, and it's but what's interesting and it's funny you say that it's it's actually rock dust combined with uh, uh, limestone. Which by the way, Hamilton could we be got the a next, lot of that. We got a lot of that, and we could be able to produce a lot of possible. Paper. They're creating paper out of rock. Uh, rock is primarily being uh, comprised of uh, marble and limestone. Um, it's it's actually made in Taiwan, but it's mixed. How it's being mixed and held together, it's actually being mixed in, with plastic, recycled plastic. So they're taking components of recycled plastic, melting it down, and that's what's bonding it together. And they're taking... Uh, yeah, limestone and marble, which the earth has much of it, um, with the recycled plastic bits to bold it, and it becomes, it's actually very smooth. It's like a latex oh, yeah. paper. So when you're writing on it, it's almost like smooth writing when you're writing on, on it, it works just like paper. But uh, I do know that rocks have yet to be proven to provide carbon dioxide and oxygen for the world, so we might be able to pr- use that as a climate uh, carbon footprint benefit, but we can expect Possibly the next, uh, if you really, really want to write on paper, it could be made of rock dust. Uh, the guy that invented the World Wide Web, it was back in the news this week, and and this is kind of bizarre. Al Gore, yes. Was it Al Gore you were talking about? No, no. The- <laughs> I'm only teasing. Yeah, Tim Berners-Lee, yeah, he's, yes. uh, he was the individual which, and, and by the way, something interesting. He got the idea from Al Gore. But he, I mean, yeah, this, Al Gore came up with it. This is the guy that yeah. capitalized He's taking all it. the fame yeah. for it. So um, this gentleman is is uh, Sir Tim, by the way. He yes. was actually knighted, but, uh, you know, with, with such an innovation. He's actually created uh, a consortium, which is a not-for-profit, and... The Canadian government is one of the supporters of this, with many governments and other uh, organizations, um, and good for him. He set this up, and he has created this this not-for-profit organization that's going to be developing a foundation of where uh, government, corporations, and citizens need to start following the internet rules. Now, as a clarity, Tim Berners-Lee, about three years ago, I don't know if you remember this, Bill, he actually made a de- declaration that the internet is broken. He was the one that yeah. said the internet is broken. It needs to it's completely off the rails. This is not what we intended when we built this. And what he said was the uh, the vision was to create a end-to-end user. So when Bill emails Adam, it goes from Bill to Adam. How the internet had exploded and been built wrong is it went from Bill to go to Google to go to Adam. And that's where the vision when they first started the internet was never, never intended to be a third-party access to connect and communicate. It's an open platform for shared ideas and foundations. So he started this consortium, expect it. When we talk about what are we doing about the rules and changes, he's actually leading the charge. And I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised based on these nine principles uh, amongst the government, 
corporation citizen that this is going to build a safe environment, regulate how companies will have to operate, regulate the way government will manage your data. And this is something that we can see in the new year, how the Internet's going to be managed across the globe. This isn't just U.S. This is across the globe. This is being presented for approval uh, from many countries. All right. We got about a minute and a half left here. And I got to get into this. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here. because one of your other businesses, of course, is Vacuuman. That's right. As well as FPM yes. and FPM3 Marketing. Yeah. Are you really getting a Tesla pickup? It was $100. Are you serious? Yeah, I did. It was refundable. This, but is, not I a, thought... this is not a model of a truck. This no, is a no, truck. no. This did is a pickup truck. Tesla announced, as we know, the Cybertruck that came yeah. out. I yeah. was so excited. So excited. I actually, yes, I was one of those... You know, Elon Musk says we've got over two hundred thousand put. I was, I, I got, I got three hundred dollars in there. There's going to be three Tesla vacuum as, par- as part of your fleet. As part of the fleet. Now I may be just driving it around just because <laughs> I feel special in it. But I thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, by then they're going to fix the broken windows. Yeah, let's, oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> get into that because there was a challenge. That's right. Because uh, they said, "Oh, come on, this thing is fragile." No, no, no. And he actually went up against the Ford One Fifty. Yeah, and and they they're going to do a rematch. Now it was unfair. It's funny. I was just you know looking at that earlier apparently he claimed that the ford f-150 and my dad by the way is a ford guy so telling him a tesla and you know the old fields are very very ford except adam so the ford <laughs> f-150 is challenged up against the cybertruck and in that when he did the test and he showed the proven results that the cybertruck put the f-150 completely to shame however there's a lot of it was apples to bananas it wasn't even in the same categories for example they had the rear wheel drive versus all wheel anyway long in the story there's going to be a rematch and ford is ford is not to be backed down ironic we just saw the movie come out with ford versus yeah. ferrari they're going up against tesla and i can honestly say i'm going to see if i can get the vacuum man furnace duct cleaning logo right on that truck and but i'm going to see windows, if we can put the it windows to the blew test. Out. well they threw okay so i have to admit you know they, you know that old thing hey there's a race yeah he i blew his doors off no they, they literally <laughs> they did this the time windows in. the issue was they were bragging it's bulletproof the bulletproof glass bulletproof uh, a stainless steel and they were claiming it looked like a DeLorean, which I may agree or not. So, but for fairness, and I will agree, they showed a video for the media they did because they did want to test it. Yeah. They actually threw a steel ball at the windows while in the back room and it did, it bounced off. Now, Elon Musk claims that they've weakened the integrity of it at the time they put it on stage because he took the sledgehammer against the door, then he threw the steel ball, and his comment was, we should have did the windows first, then showed the door, because he claims when he sledgehammered the door, it weakened the integrity of the window, and therefore, uh, when the ball hit it, it actually had already been compromised. Sledgehammers to the doors, broken I've parked in neighborhoods like that, too. Uh, (laughs) You've got to be careful. Uh, We're out of time. Uh, Happy Black Friday again. Congratulations on your purchases. Thank Uh, you. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135. Brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.